Hello, friends. Welcome to the Otherwise Podcast Season 3. This is the first official episode of 2020. Hard to believe. Uh, I'm glad that you're listening. My name is Casey Tigert. I'm your host. I'm an author, a pastor, and spiritual director. Um, and this uh, episode is a bonus episode. Now, bonus usually means that's a good thing. So some of you may be like, well, yeah, it's a good thing. There's an, a, another episode. And some of you are like, this is the first time I'm listening to this. I don't know that it's bonus for me, but hopefully hopefully it'll feel like a bonus to you. I, I wanted to release an episode on New Year's Day for a few reasons. Um, if you listen to last season, what you'll notice is that last season ended rather abruptly, um, which is not how I intended it, but it, it is how it how it went. Uh, so I both apologize, but also say that it is what it is. Uh, two, I wanted to give a little heads up on what season three is going to look like. And, and in order to do that, I need to talk a little bit about how last year went. And so if you're interested in this conversation, uh, that would be great. If not, um, I would love for you to go back and listen to some of the great conversations from this past year. Uh, we talked to some, we, we, we just got into some excellent stuff about uh, neuroscience and gardening and prayer and mysticism and poetry. My friend Padre Gotuma at the beginning of season two, go back and listen to that episode as well. But I, I just want to talk about a little bit about where things are and as we go into 2020. Uh, first and foremost, you need to know last year, um, I almost quit podcasting. And the reason why was I just wasn't sure uh, that the energy that was being expended was actually uh, worth it. Now, that's not to insult any of you who enjoy it. It just means I wasn't sure that this was uh, the best use of what God was inviting me to do at the time. And so I was thinking about it and praying about it, and some things happened. Um, some people said, hey, we listen to your podcast, and we really are benefiting from it, which is always helpful. And that's why at the end of every episode, I talk about rating and reviewing on iTunes or just sending me an email and just let me know that if, if this podcast actually has an impact, because you just don't know. You just don't know who's listening out there. Uh, and whether it's, it's helping in that journey of living wisely uh, along the way with Jesus. Um, so that's, that's what I want to know. So uh, last year, I got a couple notes that just were encouraging. And I got a couple people who asked to be on the podcast which was weird because most of the time I'm just emailing people out of the blue going, hey, you don't know me, uh, but I'd love to have you on my podcast. And, and most of the authors, actually all the authors are really gracious about that. They'll either say, hey, I don't have a lot of time, or they'll say, B, um, I don't know why I said B. <laughs> they'll say a, either A, I don't have enough time, or B, uh, I'd love to do it. Let's find a day to do it. And so that was really, really great. And so uh, I've decided to go another season. And so we're just going to do that. We're just going to make seasons until um, until I stop hearing from people that say it's actually helpful. Uh, so if it is helpful, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. However you want to do that, that would be great. But in the middle of all that, um, as I was preparing for this coming season, Something happened that helped me to reflect and reflect and rephrase a few things. So when I started the Otherwise podcast, I had a couple things in mind. Number one, I wanted to do it because I thought it'd be fun. Um, that was the first and foremost. And second was, I kept having these great conversations and wondering, why doesn't everybody get to be part of this? And so I thought the best way to do that is to 
to ask some of my friends that I have these really wonderful conversations with if they want to record it and then share it with people so that you could be a part of it. So that's where I started. But the other thing underneath it, and if you go back and listen to um, the seasons gone by, what you'll find is that I wanted to elevate the voices of women and especially in the conversations around spiritual formation and spiritual life and wisdom. Um, there's a couple reasons for that. One, some of my greatest teachers have been women. Number two, I live in a house with two wonderfully strong and wise and insightful women. And the church has not done a great job with that. And the reason why is we've been, we've been stuck into one way of reading the Bible, especially as it relates to two very specific passages in the New Testament. And we have let that dominate everything. And what has happened is we've taken this straightforward uh, language of a culture and time in the first century, and we've let it override these amazing stories of women who did things in the Old Testament, even in the New Testament, that no one was expecting them to do. And so I thought, I, I want the voices of women to be elevated. And so you'll notice that the guests that I bring on predominantly are, are women. And so as I was preparing for this season, there's a particular guest that hopefully will be on later, so I'm not going to name who she is, but I asked her if she wanted to be on the podcast. And her response was, thank you, but no, and here's why. She said, I noticed that the majority of your guests are white. And it stopped me in my tracks, but it also, um, that's a really, that's a really awful cliche. It, it, it made me pause. And I looked down the list of people that have been on the show and I noticed uh, she's right. And so in the, in the goal of elevating the voices of women, which I feel like we did really, really well, what we missed was a whole other segment of people who had wisdom to give. And specifically a group of people, people of color, who aren't given a lot of space and who aren't given a lot of conversational uh, bandwidth. And so this year, what you're going to notice is I am taking a very strong move towards having more guests of color, um, black, what are typically called black, brown, and, um, and other um, ethnicities, other cultural backgrounds, uh, having those folks in the conversation. That's something that's going to happen in 2019. I'm sorry, it's 2020. In 2020... Uh, that I think is really important. So be on the lookout for uh, for that because when I read scripture and I read the book of Revelation, what I notice is that the when God puts everything back together, however that's going to be, I think Revelation is as much about beginning as it is ending. And so when God renews creation, one of the things we hear over and over is that it will be renewed with the voices of every tribe, tongue, and nation present. And so I don't want to have to spend much of eternity figuring out how to talk to people who are from other tribes, tongues, and nations. So we're going to, we're going to do that together on the podcast. And so I hope you will come along for that because there are some incredibly deep wells of wisdom that we're just flat missing because we only listen to other white people because I only listen to other white people. And I confess that. And so we need to deal with that. So that's going to happen in 2020. Um, the other thing that happened last year was I started dealing with something that I never thought I would have to deal with. And um, if you've listened to the podcast before, we've talked about the Enneagram. And I've talked about how I'm an Enneagram 4. 
Uh, if you know what that means, great. If not, there's some, a lot of good resources you can read on that. I won't go into it here. But one of the hallmarks of an Enneagram 4 is that I'm a person who deals with a lot of, um, a lot of emotional ups and downs. I'm, I'm prone to what's called melancholy. And so my wife, Holly, could tell you when it's coming. And it's like every six weeks or maybe every six months, I will just have one of those days where I hit a really deep darkness. And so I'm, I'm used to that. I'm used to that happening. But right in the beginning, right near the beginning of the fall in 2019, I ran into something that I hadn't expected because I can have a day of melancholy. But there was a, there was a week where I really struggled to get out of bed and struggled to keep my emotions together. And I realized that I was uh, dealing with depression. And uh, what I'm learning about it is, you know, obviously I'm not alone. Um, I'm not the only person who's ever dealt with depression and will not be. Um, There are so many people dealing with uh, depression and anxiety um, that for me to even talk about it seems... I just, I feel like it might be unnecessary, but I think that it's important to do it because what I'm learning is depression is not um, what I would call monolithic. Like every depressed, every person who deals with depression doesn't deal with it in the same way. I would say that mine is somewhat mild um, and it sort of comes and goes in a very strange rhythm, but I began dealing with that. And so I bring that up to say, I know that you're listening, you might be dealing with the same thing and maybe... 2019 was the first year you really noticed it. I want to reiterate something. The church has not done a great job. We're doing better, but the church big C has not done a great job of acknowledging how the journey with depression fits into the spiritual life. And that as much as practices, spiritual practices are helpful, as much as spiritual direction is helpful, I'm I'm beginning to believe more and more that therapy that seeing a counselor might be one of the most critical spiritual practices of this generation. And so that's one of the things I'm thinking about for this next year is um, how am I going to incorporate that practice of seeing a counselor to help keep some things straight, to help talk through what's going on. And so if that's you, I just want to encourage you and and hear this as an invitation uh, and permission Uh, to say dealing with depression through therapy or whatever means is uh, needed is actually a a spiritually healthy thing to do. And so that was another big piece of this past year. The third thing that happened was um, in April of 2019, um, I released a book called As I Recall, Discovering the Place of Memory in Our Spiritual Lives. And it's a book that I had been working on for some time. Uh, during the writing of the book, we, my family moved twice. And so from contract to manuscript to finished product, we lived in two different houses in two different cities. In case you're wondering, that is not the best way to write a book, especially a book about memory where I, I went into some territory that was pretty, pretty transparent and pretty vulnerable. And so if you've ever moved, you realize everything, you pack all your stuff in boxes and all your stuff is, all your physical possessions are sort of scattered, but you as a person, emotionally, spiritually, relationally are also kind of scattered because you're temporarily in two places at once. 
And so uh, at the end of the day, I feel like I love the book. I love what it brings. I love what's in it. But the writing was hard. It might have been the hardest thing I'd ever done. And so once it went out into the world, I thought, I, I just, I don't know what to expect from this. The challenge was uh, the book from a sales perspective hasn't done as well as any of us expected. And for a writer, uh, there's a part of that that you always have to deal with is you have to create the thing. And what happens with the thing after that is just what happens with the thing. And so I found myself um, watching the Amazon author bestseller list thing and seeing where it fit and really getting caught up in, in some of that stuff. And I think we all do that. Like we all look at our kids as compared to somebody else's kids. We look at the way we do our work and whether we got the promotion or didn't, or we look at um, whether we're physically healthier or fitter than it's just hard not to live with this weight of comparison on your shoulders, especially when it's something that comes out of the deepest parts of our souls. And so I was really struggling with that. And I talked to a friend who was staying over at our house, uh, who was in town from California and he's an author as well. And we were just talking about the ups and downs of it and how, you know, you just develop a thick skin and, and things like that. And, uh, the next day after that conversation, I woke up and I was uh, standing in the bathroom, uh, with my phone and you all don't, don't wince because you know, you do this. Like you take your phone to the bathroom. That's where you do most of your social media stuff. Um, if that sounds disgusting, it's just the way it is. But I was getting ready to take a shower and I got a text from a friend, Austin Gohn, who was on the podcast last year, who'd be worth listening to again. And he said, hey, congratulations on the CT award. And I responded to him literally and said, say what to who now? And in the middle of all that, um, Christianity Today had chosen books for awards. And um, as I recall, had gotten an award called the Award of Merit, which is like second place. But uh, in the category of spiritual formation, there's only two books named. And the first one was James K.A. Smith, who, if you know who he is, yeah, <laughs> holy cow, to be second there is, is not a bad thing. And so I don't say that to be like, hey, look at me. I really don't, because I got to tell you, for like four months out of this, out of the last part of 2019, I was, I was not in a good place with the book. So it's not like I was like, oh, I always knew it was going to happen. But here's what I want to tell you. Comparison is killer, but it also doesn't go, things don't go like we thought they would. The job that you're taking into 2020 is not going to go the way you think it would. It may be better. The healing process that you're going through in 2020 may not go the way you think it will, but it will be better. The relationship crisis that you are carrying over, maybe from year to year to year since the Bush administration, whatever, it, it may not go this year like you think it will, but it will be better. And the reason it will be better is because of your focus. If anything, what it told me was not that, hey, you know, you should feel great now that your book won an award. What it told me was, all of these things are pretty fleeting. And even if it hadn't won an award, your, your life hasn't changed. You're the same person with the same gifts and the same call and all the same stuff. That hasn't changed. 
And so you can be better because you build up this reserve, this, this energy, this resolve that says award or no award, breakthrough or no breakthrough, promotion or no promotion. I'm still one, as my friend James Brian Smith says, I'm still one in whom Christ dwells and delights, and I live in the unshakable kingdom of God. And so to tie ourselves to something temporary in 2020 is just not going to be healthy. And so I want to encourage you to listen for what God might be inviting you to lay down this year. Is there a comparison? Is there an achievement? Is, is, even, is there a status of your relationship, relational life that God is saying, you need to lay that down because it's killing you. Carrying it is just killing you. And so what I was able to do, even after the award thing was say, okay, this thing's crazy and it's unpredictable. You don't know what's going to happen next. And so the best thing you can do is just keep making the thing. Keep doing what you need to do and keep paying attention to yourself and your health. And so here's what 2020 is going to look like. We're going to hear from some more diverse voices on the Otherwise podcast because we need to. We desperately need to to understand what it's like to live in that kingdom that's coming and that kingdom that's already here. Uh, I'm going to continue and I would invite you to do the same, to think about what does it mean to be healthy mentally and physically and emotionally, but definitely mentally. Um, What does it look like to live in a healthy relationship with depression this year? Uh, It may mean that I write a little less or I write differently or I create differently. It may mean that you have to understand there's some limitations on you that weren't there before. It may mean we have to break our pride and, and see a therapist, even though we grew up in a family where that's only where weak people went. And I'm also just going to keep making things. And so I haven't decided yet if the podcast is going to be weekly or bi-weekly. To be honest, it doesn't really matter because not everybody listens to it every week. Um, people listen to it when they have a chance. And so there's some weeks it might be every week, and there's some weeks it might be every other week. Uh, The point, that's not really the point. The point is just to make the thing. And if the thing's good, let it go. And if it's not, well, we'll get to where it is good, and then you can uh, then put it out into the world. As you're listening, hopefully it will benefit whoever hears it and whoever engages with it. So uh, that's what's coming this year. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this uh, brief little bonus episode. I hope it's been helpful. Um, I hope it's been challenging for you. And more than that, I hope it prepares you for the conversations that are coming in 2020. And since you're listening to this and you've gotten all the way to this point, I'm going to tell you who they are. Uh, First episode of the year with an interviewee will be Andy Kolber, who is a therapist and author of the book Try Softer. We're also going to be talking with Natasha Sistrunk Robinson, whose book A Sojourner's Truth is one of one of the best things I've read in a while about the journey of a, a black woman in America in faith. Uh, we're also going to be talking to Dominique Gilliard, whose book called Rethinking Incarceration is an incredible look at what our prison system actually does. 
And so you're really going to want to hear that. And also already recorded is a conversation with artist, musical artist and writer and church planter and pastor and consultant, Justin McRoberts, uh, which went really, really well. So all that's coming up and more. So I hope you continue to listen. If you listen on iTunes, rate and rate and review uh, and subscribe if you haven't already, because I'd I'd really love to see um, if you're listening. Uh, We're also on Spotify or on the website, my website, caseytigret.com slash podcast slash podcast. That's where it's at. That's where you find it. So um, all that to say, I'm looking forward to this coming year. I pray that yours is starting out well. And as I always say at the end of every episode, be well, live wisely. Peace, friends.